This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. I hope you're all having a blessed day out there. Good news before I get into all this. It's been two years I've been using vapors, and I rarely ever smoke a cigarette anymore. In fact, when I try, it's actually pretty nasty for me. Um, I don't like it, and it makes me woozy, so... After many, many years of smoking, I have managed to actually defeat it. I've been able to get through that. Isn't that awesome? All right, so today we're going to be watching a new video that just came out. It's a clip of Elon Musk and Joe Rogan. I've been a fan of Joe Rogan since the Fear Factor days and UFC, all that shit. And I've always been a fan of Elon Musk because I think, one, he's an innovator. Um, he's someone who's actually produced and made things in this world that are good and helpful, um, his designs are awesome and he's got a great mind and a great perspective on things and he's very intuitive he he can see dangers in society and he's one of these one of the few rich people out there that make it very clear that he's concerned about humanity and actually does what he does and spends money on things that he thinks is actually helpful and can stop things and he'll talk about it in this video and we will discuss all right i'm going to mute my mic and there's going to be a short like couple second delay between me going back and forth responding to joe rogan and elon musk uh conversation the joe rogan experience um what has it been like uh you've you've owned x for a year now oh yeah do you do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and have a dream that you didn't do it, <laughs> and your life is infinitely easier? Well, it's certainly um, a recipe for trouble, I suppose, or contention. Um, what was it ultimately that led you to make the decision to do it? I mean, this is going to sound 
somewhat melodramatic, but I was worried about that that it was having a corrosive effect on civilization. Uh, that it was uh, just having a bad a bad impact, um, and um, I think part of it is that it, it's where it's where it was located, which is uh, you know downtown San Francisco. Um, and while I, I think San Francisco is a beautiful city, and and we should really fight hard to um, kind of right the ship of San Francisco. If you've walked around downtown San Francisco, right near the ex FKA Twitter headquarters, it's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's rough. Have you have you been been in that area? Not lately. No, yeah. I've heard. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. I've heard you you really can't believe it until you actually go there. You can't believe it until you go there. So. Now you have to say, well, what philosophy led to that outcome? And that philosophy was being piped to Earth. So, um, you know, a philosophy that would be ordinarily quite niche and geographically constrained, so that that the sort of the fallout uh, area would be limited, um, was effectively given an information a weapon, um, a te- uh, information technology weapon to propagate. Uh, what is essentially a mind virus to the rest of Earth. And I agree. I have suffered through personal experiences through the corrosiveness of social media. One of the reasons why I came to the Internet and wanted to use social media in the first place, ladies and gentlemen, was, for instance, YouTube, I was wanting to express my opinions, my views, and ideas. Twitter was a place I could go to where I could talk to anybody from the average layman to a scientist to um, politicians, celebrities, all this. However, when Jack was running it, he banned me 10 times. Um, He allowed liberals to be able to say whatever they wanted, but if you fought against them, and when I say fight against them, I'm saying disagree with them, uh, go conflict against their ideas and their views. I didn't call them names. I wasn't nasty or disgusting, but I've got a, a thing about me where I'm very cryptical and I'm very uh, snarky where I can be sarcastic, be funny and stuff. Like I'll say that I agree with some, like if someone says, I want to see the whole world end, I'll say, yeah, that sounds fun. You know, I'll say something like that, but it's sarcastic. Obviously, I don't want to see the world end. And whenever I would bring my snarkiness to the table and I would take down a bunch of liberals and embarrass them because of their own stupidity, um, Jack would remove me. Um, sometimes I'd be suspended for days and they made it to where it was weeks and then they just started outright banning me for a few years there. I wasn't even using Twitter. Now, some people may think I was because there are, were tons and tons of Twitter accounts using my name and all that. There was even someone who managed to somehow get a Brett Keen name and get it verified with my avatar. So people actually thought it was officially me. These people were dishonest. They cheat. And they went out of their way to ban information. I mean, Twitter went so far as to actually banning the president of the United States of America. This is how 
important and stuck up and narcissistic these assholes were that they believed that their opinion was greater than that of the president and uh, that the president shouldn't even be able to talk. It's one thing to think that you're smarter than someone else, but it's another thing whenever you see someone as a parasite who isn't even allowed to talk. Now, don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. I am about freedom of speech. If someone is really, really being horrible and they're terrible and they're saying things like they're threatening to hurt people or they're just mocking people's physical appearances and all that kind of stuff or the way people talk, um, I don't mind seeing someone like that go bye-bye. I do have my line drawn in the sand where I say, Say what you want, have your opinion, you can even criticize, you can even be sarcastic back to me, but don't um, use Twitter as a means to bully or attack people uh, based upon their color, based upon, um, you know, their stuff, their thing, whatever it is they were born with that they can't even do nothing about anyway. Um, I've seen lots of scientists, I've seen a lot of atheists, I've seen a lot of religious people get banned, shut down. Um, I've seen uh, people that give good information, but because it doesn't agree with uh, some rich group or something, or people who are friends with Jack, were banned. So I stopped using Twitter for a long time. I actually, the moment that I, it was official that Elon Musk owned Twitter, I signed up and I was able to get my actual Brett Keen name. I was able to get all my stuff and, uh, I don't, uh, use it like I used to though. I don't, um, I used to really, really spend a lot of time on Twitter talking to people and having discussions and all that. But because of what they did to me um, and what they've done to me on YouTube, I find myself more introverted. I've been forced to be more introverted where I used to be an extrovert. I used to like talking to people. I used to like having discussions. And I really enjoyed challenging other people's way of thinking. That was fun for me. It, it was actually cool when um, you can tell somebody why something doesn't work or why they should think a different way and they actually understand you and agree with you on that but unfortunately it's really hard to have a discussion like that or get those kind of results when 50 people that you don't know are attacking you and um totally dragging the conversation totally out of context or something else just because they want to post memes or seem cute and everything so Elon Musk did a really good job. I did feel, I felt like Twitter was a virus. Um, what is the difference between Twitter now and before? Well, one thing I've noticed is I'm seeing a lot more darker stuff on Twitter. Um, I'm seeing a lot of video footage of people dying, people getting killed, um, a lot of really horrific stuff. However, I'm able to respond to it. And I'm able to ignore it or um, interact with it. Um, and it gets to remain, which should be. Just because I don't like something, just because I don't like the way something looks, it doesn't necessarily mean that uh, 
it should be banned like what Jack would have done. So I like the fact that information is freely flowing, but I also like the fact the liberals are still dumb pieces of shit who say really ignorant things, but now they can be challenged. Now the virus that they're pushing out can actually be challenged, and you can hear all kinds of different perspectives and sides without having to worry about Jack coming along, slapping them down. Let's continue, Warren. Um, and the outcome of that mind virus is very clear if you walk around the streets of downtown San Francisco. It is the end of civilization. And it's not just uh, propagating the mind virus, but suppressing any opposing viewpoints. Yes. Well, in order for the virus to propagate, it must suppress opposing viewpoints. So, because it doesn't stand up to scrutiny. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you, you've, I mean, you've, you, you, you've, you've felt the, the virus. Yeah. Know? Yeah. People have tried to cancel you so many times. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah. Um, I don't think you're melodramatic at all. I, I, I think it's, uh, it's a, I mean. I don't want to be melodramatic, but it's almost like a death cult. It's a death cult. No, it, no, it, it, that is exactly right. Um, it, it, uh, it, it's essentially the uh, extinctionists. Like it's in the limit. It is that they're propagating uh, the extinction of humanity and civilization. Um, and, and there's some people who are, are like most most of the time. It, it's it's implicit. They don't explicit, but sometimes it's explicit. Like there was a guy on the front page of the New York Times. Uh, who it literally has the thing called the extinctionist movement, um, and he was quoted on the front page of the New York Times as saying, uh, "There are eight billion people on the world, but it would be better if there were none." Ooh. And I'm like, "Well, buddy, you can start with yourself." Yeah. Um, Does he have friends? That's what always fascinates me. <laughs> well, here he is. That guy. Uh, he looks like he's not long for this earth. I mean, doesn't voluntary young. human extinction movement? That's hilarious. Pe- pe- spent. De- I'd like to party with that dude. <laughs> Okay. I would just like to like that's yeah. the, that's 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 the de- that's the, that's an explicit version of the death cult. Yeah, maybe the extinction live is long cult. and die out. It's I mean it's it's not uh, the extinction is a word he uses. Yes. No, I mean it's not a it's literally a self description. Do they cover that him death glowingly? Cult was in charge of in social in social media. Yeah, and still largely is. I've seen a lot of people like that in the world. I've seen a lot of people who are very anarchist. Although I'm very disruptive and I engage in uh, bad activities, I say something about the bad activities going on by the government. I'm not an anarchist. I do believe that there should be organization and there should be people who are qualified to run things. But it's gotten to the point where I don't feel like the people who are running things are qualified they're just rich they got a lot of money they may have inherited it or they uh, basically sold their soul to another company like just recently i found out that joe biden has been taking a lot of money from china now if you remember it was just a couple years ago that trump was going against china over trade deals and it was because of china where a biological weapon was released and Um, attached itself to America and caused a lot of problems, our economy to crash. And now we've got a president who seems to be in bed with China, willing to do everything they say. See, this is, there's a lot of opinions and views I have about this and facts that I could show you all. I can't do that on YouTube though, because YouTube is still 
ran by the people who are the virus, ran by the people who are parasitical, where if you talk about certain things, they're going to tell you, you can't talk about the elections. You can't talk about the COVID. You can't talk about anything because they'll get rid of you. Now, on Twitter, you can. On Rumble, you can, because it's not ran by San Francisco or a bunch of dirty politicians. The reason why Jack was such a dangerous-ass person was he claimed that this was an open playing field for everyone to talk, but he would simply get rid of everybody he didn't like or anybody didn't agree with and feature and push um, bad actors into play. And he could easily be paid by politicians to push whatever agenda they were trying to do. And it wasn't about the people anymore. It was basically a place where um, liberals could tear other people apart and each other. So that's why it was that's why it was corrosive. And it's the same reason why YouTube is absolutely corrosive. Unfortunately, YouTube is the only ball game in town. All the alternative sites unfortunately rely on Google in order to get views or even seen or get clients and people working for them. And if you control the information, then you can make it to where these people are never seen. Any video you post to Rumble or anything, you'll notice that people aren't getting hardly any views. If you use Odyssey, any video site out there, because most people, majority of the human race uses Google, that virus company gets to basically say who is seen, who is heard, and they're also able to knock down their competitors. So that's the problem. This is something that a bunch of people, it's one of the reasons also, a lot of you may not know this, it's one of the reasons why I hate the amazing atheist. A long time ago, whenever I was a non-believer, he had claimed that he was going to build an alternative video site, and instead he ripped a bunch of people off and um, just took their money and never built or designed the site that he claimed. And I know all the excuses and all the justifications, but what he did essentially was he took a shortcut to get rich. Uh, but in the long run, a lot of my friends, a lot of people that he supposedly cared about ended up losing everything. They lost money from funding the damn thing. And then on top of it, they got banned, they got shut down, and they got silenced by almost every social media site that existed. And YouTube's still the main monster problem that it is today. Let me mute my mic and let's continue. I hope I didn't get an echo accidentally before. It's at uh, Google and Facebook, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, uh, I'm not in favor of uh, human extinction. Uh, they are, and uh, they can go to hell. Well, that guy is. Yeah, he can go to hell. That guy seems silly. I, uh, I would well, like to hang out with him, though. I would like to find out what makes him tick. I bet that guy is fascinating. Well, if you get him so, alone for a few days, I mean, I, I, I'm in favor of. I mean, I'm pro environment, but the the, the, the in the limit, uh, if you go if if you take environmentalism to an extreme, you start to view humanity as a plague on the surface of the earth, like a like a mold or something. Right. Um, and. But it's, it's, this is actually false. Uh, the Earth could, could take probably 10 times the, the current civilization. The, the population could be, you could 10x the population without uh, destroying the rainforest. So the, 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 the environmental movement, and I'm an environmentalist, uh, has gone too far. They've gone way too far. 
Um, you know, if, if you if you start thinking that that humans are bad, then the natural conclusion is humans uh, should die out. Now, I'm headed to an AI safety international sort of AI safety conference uh, later tonight, leaving in about three hours. All right. So, yeah, there's a lot of people like that where they see humanity as a parasite, and they think the only solution is is that everybody just dies i've always found it weird i i kind of share the same philosophy as george carlin george carlin said that he thinks environmentalists are stupid well he used to he's dead and he said the earth is going to be just fine we keep on talking being narcissistic and arrogant claiming we want to save the planet save the planet save the animals but the truth is is that we're actually killing ourselves. If all of humanity were to die tomorrow from some horrible virus, or we were to get hit with an asteroid, and it, like, set the Earth on fire, guess what the Earth is going to do? It'll replenish itself. That's what nature does. Nature finds a way, as quoted in Jurassic Park. <laughs> nature always finds a way. There's billions of planets in the universe, and uh, although... We suffer from the Fermi paradox. We can see that there is um, planets that actually have um, flourishing systems going on. So, does not matter. You know, it's the planet will continue to go on no matter what. It doesn't require humanity. And as George Carlin said, we um, we're more of an issue for the planet, but. We're not as big of a deal as we like to think that we are. We like to believe that, you know, somehow the world needs us as opposed to us needing the world. Um, and that's the issue. And unfortunately, a lot of these environmentalists, in case you haven't noticed, they're hypocrites. They're These celebrities and these rich people fly around in jets and they have nine, ten mansions to their name. Uh, and they're telling poor people that live in fucking cardboard boxes, that they're somehow the problem. Or somebody driving a, a certain kind of vehicle on the road whenever they're actually flying back and forth to their environmentalist meetings and jets. These people are hypocrites, and it's obvious that their agenda is not to save the planet, but only save their little space for themselves. They're greedy, they're selfish, and they don't give a fuck about the world. They don't care. All they're doing is they're taking all that money from people who are scared and have anxiety, and then they build up these organizations and businesses, and they profit off of people's fear and anxiety, just like the media does. This next thing that they're about to talk about is very fascinating to me. Artificial intelligence is it a danger to humanity. And Elon Musk makes an excellent point in this. Take a listen. Um, and um, I don't know, meet with the British Prime Minister and a number of other people. Um, so you have to say, like, how could AI go wrong? Well, if 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 AI gets programmed by the extinctionists, it will its utility function will be the extinction of humanity. So All I mean, there are times when when, when masks are warranted, but most of the time it's it's actually counterproductive. Well, that was one of the things about the old Twitter was the propaganda and yeah. the adherence to whatever the CDC was saying 
and the dismissing of legitimate scientists, guys like uh, Jay Bhattacharya from uh, yeah. Stanford and legit guys. Yes. And they were suppressing them and even banning them. They banned Alex Berenson. I mean, this is, it was wild. They banned Alex for essentially reading peer-reviewed papers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, all, all Twitter was basically an arm of the government. Yeah. So was that shocking? Like, what was that like? Is that to me that was the most bizarre? Was the Twitter files when you let Schellenberger yeah. and Matt Taibbi and all those guys get in the Twitter and the, the response where Matt Taibbi gets audited? I mean, which is just wild. I mean, it's just so blatant and so in your face. Yeah, it's weird. No, I, I mean, the yeah the the degree which and and by, by the way, Jack didn't really. So I want you to think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Jack, who originally ran Twitter, this is fascinating. He made it clear in interviews and whenever he talked that he actually was doing this kind of shit to people, that he was banning people and shutting people down, suppressing ideas and thoughts of other people and their opinions. But what happened in the end? Remember, I told you guys that it's all about money and power with these assholes. So when Elon came along and offered billions of dollars to buy the company, suddenly Jack said to himself, you know what? I have all this power. I have all this shit. But in the long run, his goal was to be rich. I mean, why would you give away that kind of power unless you were going to be filthy, filthy rich? And that's what Jack did. Jack said, ah, I don't give a damn. He cared so little about uh, what he had and his foot on people's neck and shit that he said, ah, billions of dollars, sure. And that's how these companies do things, too. They don't care. It's always about the bottom dollar. It's always about making the money and shit. And if they think they can make money from the government and politicians paying them off so they can silence competitors or shut people down, they'll do it. But in the end, it's always about money. Money is the root of all evil. Know this, but the degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public. And uh, it, it was, there was no, it was whatever the official government, I mean, it was like Pravda, basically. Um, you know, it's a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter. It's a state publication. And was the justification from their perspective that they are progressive liberals, they have the right intentions, it's important that they stay in power, the progressive liberals stay in government and power because this is the this is their... There, there was, there was uh, basically oppression of... Um, any any views that would even I would say be considered middle of the road, um, but certainly anything on the the right. I'm not talking about like like far right. I'm just talking mildly right. The people like Republicans were suppressed at ten times the rate of Democrats. Um, now that's because uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left. It was like completely controlled by the the, the far left, and. That's why I say, like, you know, like San Francisco Berkeley is a niche ideology. It's hard to say, like, is there a place that's more far left than San Francisco Berkeley? Maybe Portland. Maybe Portland, but it's like it's a right con there. It's yeah, it's like it's equivalent. those two places are the the most far left places uh, in America. Yes, 
Um, so f- from their standpoint, everything is to the right, <laughs> including moderates. Right, right. So that now, if, 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 if you internalize a far-left position, uh, everything seems wrong to you that, if, that is not far-left. Right. And so they naturally oppressed any, anything that didn't agree with their views. That's why I said. Yep. And like I said, I was banned 10 times from Twitter, so I know exactly. And you know what? A lot of other companies came along and they pulled the same shit. When it came down to it, it was all about money. BitChute, uh, alternative video site, claimed that they wanted to give the right the opportunity to be able to speak because they were getting banned. A lot of companies like Gab come along and said, well, you might be getting shut down over there, but if you come over here, you'll get able to freely speak. I can't tell you, it's not a it's not a matter of a liberal issue, ladies and gentlemen, whenever it comes down to it, even though I blame them and hold them responsible for a lot of things. When I was using Gab, even though it was ran by a right-wing Christian, according to them, this guy was dirty. He was dirty, he was filthy, and he was no better than Jack. He let a lot more things go because he felt like that was the way to be able to propagate his product, his own version of Twitter, basically, his own social media site. But I was actually banned from that site from actually disagreeing with him on what he was doing with the trends. You see, it ended up being found out, and Gab lost a lot of popularity about this, but Gab was actually creating their own false trends on um, the thing. They basically said, these are topics that the community's interested in. When the community had no vote or say in the matter, it was just that they were adding the fake stuff. It's like featuring a bunch of bullshit on YouTube and then giving the presentation that something is important in society or that we should watch it or look at it because it's got a million views and it's big. Well, YouTube's easily able to come along, put a bunch of fake views on a video, and put it right on their featured page, and then basically say, because it's popular, it's truth. Because it's popular, it's fact. And, well, because they use artificial intelligence, as did Twitter, they can just simply blacklist anybody or any tweet or any post or any video upload that people put on there. It's fucking dangerous. It's basically a bunch of selfish, rich-ass children who are able to say, no, 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 I don't want to hear this, and then you're shut down all your work, all your time. And they actually did this to scientists. They actually did this to important people who were trying to show evidence that went against other shit through peer reviews. That's how fucking ignorant they were. They were actually killing us the ability for scientists to actually speak out against things and what our government was doing because they were basically being the arm of the government. Why? Was it because they thought they were right? Or was it because money was being given to them Um in order to control them like puppets. That's something for you to decide. That it was an accidental far left information weapon. So, uh, is it, 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 because it's, it's like Silicon Valley attracts the smartest engineers, the smartest sort of technologists and programmers from around the world. Um, 
they created an information weapon that was then harnessed by the far left, who could not themselves create the weapon, but happened to be co-located where the technologists were. Mm. And happened to be aligned politically with the people that possessed it. The technologists uh, generally are moderate, maybe moderate left, but they're, they're, not, they're, they're, they're not far left. That's why I say San Francisco, Berkeley, it's, it's, it doesn't even extend to South San Francisco or even to Palo Alto. So, so SF Berkeley is the most far left, um, perhaps, you know, in a competition with Portland, but I'd say SF Berkeley is more far left even than Portland. But like literally in America, it's, we're talking about an area that's maybe a 10-mile radius. And so the, the, normally the, the effects, the negative effects of a far-left ideology that is, would be geographically limited to a 10-mile radius. That's like not – it's small like – so, so any, any bad effects of that ideology would be geographically constrained under normal circumstances and have been in the past. But when you have uh, basically a, technolo- a technological megaphone – which, which was Twitter and, and social media in general, suddenly the, the far left are handed a megaphone to earth, a, a, a te- a, an incredibly powerful technology weapon that they themselves could not create, but they happened to be co-located with the technologists who created it by accident. More than 60% of sales in Amazon wasn't by accident. The liberals, they put their pieces in place and they bought up these people. They bought up these people's inventions and then used it as a weapon. So it's not by accident. Unfortunately, YouTube likes to do these stupid ads and I had no way of skipping past them. I used to have an ad blocker that dealed with it, but YouTube basically told me I can't use my YouTube account unless I turn on the ads. They're forcing me to look at their products they're trying to sell. And there's no way to fast forward past it. Here we go. Amazon stores come from independent sellers. In Albion, no matter where you go or what you do, your mouth will accompany you on your journey. Perhaps you'll... Is it shocking that more people don't understand how dangerous that is? I think some people understand. Um, some people do. Some people understand. Um, so, I mean, for, from the standpoint of, of the, some of the people who used to be at Twitter, uh, the people are like, well, it's a, a big shift to the right. That is correct. It is a shift to the right because everything is to the right if you're far left. Everything is to the right. But it's but how many far left people have actually been suspended or, or banned from from? Twitter now X, zero. So it's really just moved to the center, but from the perspective of the far left, it is it's moved to the right. It's like everything's relative. The 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 difference in and moderation. It, sorry, I should say it, pro- it propagated that far left philosophy not just to America but to everywhere on Earth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And with the same level of suppression in other countries as well. Yes. But the Taliban is on Twitter, right? Like, I always think of, like, hey, Mr. Taliban, tally me a banana. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Taliban. I mean, there, but there's definitely some people on Twitter um, that are. Daylight coming, I want to go. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. So the the point the point is um, I, that I, from my standpoint, uh, I want to point out something, ladies and gentlemen, and this might be very controversial to say. Um, <laughs> yeah, Joe Rogan pointed out that Elon Musk allows the Taliban to have Twitter accounts. I want you to think about this. I know this is going to come off rough, but I think that people who are hateful, people who are bigoted, people who actually authentically believe in what they're talking about, the negative shit, I believe that liberals should be able to express themselves in social media. I think they should be able to say what's on their mind. If they want to endorse pedophilia, then they should be able to talk about that on Twitter and YouTube. Um, before when Jack was running it, it was all about what liberals wanted and what they had to say, but everybody else, as uh, Elon Musk points out and Joe Rogan were shut down. I think that people who are shitty, evil, sadistic monsters should be able to put it out there, what they have to say, because I want to know <laughs> who's fucking crazy and who's psychotic. If you suppress people, if you silence evil people and bad people, then you won't know who your enemy is or the people that are dangerous to watch out for. I mean, wouldn't you rather have that if the, some idiot uh, does a selfie and says, I'm part of the Taliban and I plan to take out an entire village? Well, if that person is silenced or they're suppressed, you won't know what's about to happen. A lot of these psychopaths and these sociopaths and crazy people, they like to tell you about what they're going to do, and it gives you about five minutes to do something about it. So I think that that's actually a positive thing. You also have to think of it like this. Let's say that you don't like Nazis or the KKK, but if KKK is on Twitter and they're able to talk about why it is they have the views and ideas they are, even though there may be a few who actually agree with them and may even sign up for their garbage, a majority of people will have the opportunity to debate these people, to talk against them. Now, of course, you could still get blocked by the user itself, but the point is, is we need to think of it this way. Do we think the best way to change someone's mind is to silence them, shut them up, or to be able to have access to them? If they decide they actually want to talk or listen, you can actually have conversations with these people and change their view. You can say, look, racism's wrong. This is bad. Endorsing child pedophilia, Mr. Politician, is not cool. It's not a good idea. Here's why. See, you have access to them, and you might be able to change the hearts of people. And even if you can't change the sicko's mind, at least we're aware of who the dangerous people are in society because dangerous, evil people are narcissistic and they like everybody to know what the fuck they're up to whenever they do their evil plan. <clears throat> I can't think of a better way to keep track of them by letting them fucking talk. Sometimes the best way to take out a bad, evil person is to let them create their own rope and then fucking noose and hang themselves with it. If that makes sense. I know that's controversial, but I think that all the evil people in the world should have a Twitter account and also be using YouTube. I just don't want them fucking running the program. That's all. If that makes sense. Talk all you like, 
But just don't give these assholes the button to push. Uh, that is that X, FK, Twitter, um, should uh, represent the sort of collective consciousness of humanity. So now that, that means that there are going to be views on there that you don't like um, or disagree with. Um, but that's humanity. So are you going to exclude them or, or not? Now, I mean, if, if somebody, you know, breaks the law, then, then the account is suspended. I mean, if they uh, ad actively advocate murder, then the account is suspended. We, we do have what we call like the kind of United Nations exclusion rule, which is that you can have, say, the Ayatollah, <laughs> who, you know, uh, would, would prefer that Israel didn't exist, for example. Um, and, um, but he's allowed to go to the UN building in New York. Mm. Um, and, uh, in fact, generally officials from Iran, uh, do in fact go to the UN building in New York, um, even though they are a heavily sanctioned country. So, so I think that there's, there's merit to having, uh, just like there's merit, there's some merit to the UN. One can disagree with the UN and I think one, we shouldn't have a world government that we bow down to, but, uh, in fact, that's risky for civilization. But I think you do want to have the leaders of countries uh, represented um, on social media. And that I agree with. I think that we should be able to mingle and have everybody connected in some kind of way. If a user really is triggered, if a user does not enjoy the slop seeing the crap that people have to say to them directly, or you just don't want to look at certain information, then it should be up to the user to choose who they don't see or hear. I'm fine with a block button. In fact, I'm quite happy with it. There's some people out there that are just absolutely useless, um, where they're th just there to start trouble or get you all wound up and shit. I'm wanting to deal with important issues. I don't want to be looking at some idiot who sends me a video with their butt cheeks up against the screen, you know, farting at me or something. That's not what I'm interested in. So that's one of the reasons. And I know that there's a lot of shallow, stupid people out there, especially on YouTube, who do not understand the difference between fair use, freedom of speech, and then downright stalking, cyber harassment, and all that kind of shit. And that's the problem that Elon Musk has to deal with. He has to really determine, is what this person's doing, are they providing information, are they contributing to the site, or are they just a piece of shit who's bored, who's wanting to cause a lot of problems? I've had to make that determination many, many times with comments on my YouTube channel having nothing to do with the topics that I'm talking about, but just straight up bullshit. So I can understand why being in Elon Musk's uh, position, having to deal with billions of fucking people around the world and trying to figure out, has this person went too far? Has this person done too much? And I'm, and I think that he could probably give good justifications and examples for it as where Jack's opinion was, you don't agree with me, you're gone. 
See, there's a difference between agreeing and disagreeing and constructive criticism, ladies and gentlemen. And then there's a, another difference where you're just dealing with a fucking psycho who you'll probably end up meeting on the highway one day having a road rage uh, fucking breakdown. You know what I mean? So there's that. There's that. I agree with Joe Rogan and Elon Musk on all of this. Um, there, it's very rarely that I watch Elon Musk and say, eh, I don't. It's he's pretty much a I, I think a very fairly rounded person whenever it comes to intellect and thought, and I think he's doing the best he can. When you're dealing with an unperfect system, mistakes are going to get made, but he's not deliberately trying to, he's not getting paid by people like Joe Biden getting paid from China to make decisions that affect everybody and harm people. He's just doing what he's got to do. As far as social media go, the thing about evil people anyway, even if you block them and you remove them, they have a tendency to make a comeback over and over and over again because evil people are narcissistic they want to be heard they want you to know they hate you and that they want the worst things for you so they'll just keep coming back so that's why the block feature is there ladies and gentlemen now there was uh, one other thing let me go ahead and put this somewhere in the video where we can see what's happening there we go he mentioned artificial intelligence. See, that's one of the things, too. This will be the last thing I put forth is I really like the idea of AI and artificial intelligence. And I know a lot of people are scared of it because they think it's going to be like Skynet, the Terminator bullshit. But for me, if artificial intelligence is ran by the right people or people who are not fucking psychopaths, it could be a really, really good thing. It's the same with guns. It's the same with any kind of technology out there. Um, if you've got a bunch of people working in a lab and they're fucking around and shit and some evil person gets a hold of something, they could kill everybody in society with a virus, right? But if you got scientists who are actually trying to find cures for extraordinary things or trying to fix sicknesses, the same thing could be a very positive thing for humanity. And that's the way it is with anything that has any kind of consequences to it. Something can be good. Something can be uh, used for evil. Almost everything is like that, even love. You can love someone, and you can also break somebody with the same concept. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed the video. I hope the audio played well.